you're manifesting at every moment. Starting to do this process in a more intentional way will really start to shift what it is that you're calling into your physical reality. Hello and welcome to the Inspired Soul Podcast. Today on the show, we are talking about manifestation and we have a special guest, Lindsay Schroeder, on the show today, giving us all of her tips on how to manifest the life of our dreams. Lindsay is a spiritual wellness intuitive business and mindset coach with the company R&R. She guides female entrepreneurs in creating a soul-centered business by connecting to their intuition and aligning their mindsets so that they can start up-leveling their life. We're going to talk about how we're already manifesting in our life and how we can shift our mindset in order to bring in the things that we do want instead of the things that we don't want. If you've ever been interested in how to start using manifestation in your life, you're going to want to stay tuned for today's show. So without further ado, let's go ahead and dive in. First, before we get started on our topic today, I'd love for you to tell me a little bit about yourself, where you're from, how you got into this line of work. Definitely. I'm a spiritual wellness, intuitive business and mindset coach with the company I founded, R&R. I really love supporting women, especially solopreneurs, those who are ready to take their own intuitive capabilities to the next level. Um, I am in Chicago right now, and I'm from a Chicago burb. I've been kind of in this area for a long time. I went to school in Wisconsin and lived in China for a little bit. But after those travels, I moved back into the city of Chicago, and I've been here for almost 10 years. And I've been absolutely loving it, my um, intuitive capabilities really blossomed here in Chicago. When I first moved back, I started working for a wellness facility and was exposed to amazing intuitive readers, channels, mediums. I started teaching and learning aura therapy. I started getting Reiki attunements and learning energy healing and playing with cards and crystals and doing absolutely everything and really consuming anything that was woo-woo in every direction that I could find. And After a while of integrating and kind of digesting things for my own healing, as soon as I started finding things that work, I like really wanted to share that with other women and started doing that really informally and then started leading events and started coaching people without realizing that I was coaching people. And after a while, one of my clients who I hadn't even titled as a client looked at me and was like, this is what you need to be doing. It flowed so naturally and haven't looked back since. You know, it's funny how when we do finally come into what we're meant to do, it always does just seem to like happen without you even realizing it's happening. You just fall into it and you're just, and that's the beauty of like following your intuition and just allowing life to lead you where you need to go and not resisting with fear. I mean, I know I've been there with starting this podcast. It was like, oh, what should the podcast be about? Like, you know, trying to figure out all the details instead of just letting it flow naturally. And when I did, everything just started falling into place. 
Oh, yeah. So much of the work that I started doing when I first found spirituality, wellness, woo-woo, was really about connecting with my divine feminine and learning the difference between hustle and push and force, and then sitting back and allowing and flow and just like that divine receiving that we as women are so capable of doing. Yes. So, well, let's go ahead and dive into manifestation. And this is something that has become it's become a really hot topic. I mean, it's not a new concept or anything. It's been being taught forever. And, uh, but it's really gotten into the mainstream lately. And I think The Secret, the documentary on Netflix, probably had a lot to do with it. I would love to hear what your kind of definition or what you believe manifestation is. Uh, manifestation is just calling something from the ether into your reality from like beyond our physical reality, a thought, a dream, an idea, a tiny little whisper, all of those things, taking them from that etheric plane into your physical reality, calling it here. And so that's kind of the understanding of what manifestation is. And we're all doing that because we're all an energetic match for different things at different points in time. So whether that's just what you believe or think or your subconscious programming or what's naturally kind of a vibrational match for you at stasis, but you can do this work consciously. You can choose to manifest intentionally instead of just on autopilot by default of what you're thinking and how you're feeling. Sometimes it takes hearing it a few different ways to have that click and really understand what it means to embody a feeling as if you already have something, as if you're already that version of yourself, as if you're already doing that, having that, being that. And so finding a way that really works for you allows you to become the conscious creator of your reality. Yeah. And it is the feeling as if it is happening when it's not that really catches people up. And it caught me up for a long time. I didn't understand what that meant until I actually experienced a manifestation experience in my life. And I was like, oh, and it, you know, it wasn't as magical or woo woo as you would think it would be, you know, because I had watched The Secret. That was kind of my first introduction to manifestation. And they made it kind of seem like make a wish and ask like you're rubbing a genie lamp or something and the universe will give it to you. And in a sense, that's true. But, um, you know, for us, it, it manifested in my husband changing his career. And he had worked in like physical labor, manual labor for so long. And he wanted to have a more professional job. And we're like, we don't, we want you to be making double what you're making now. And so he went and he got this job making half of what he was making, working uh, manual labor. But he went into work every day as if he was a manager. Like he worked extra hours. He had a positive attitude. He helped out everyone. And it was like having that feeling like, oh, I already got this position. Like, yeah. it's just, you know, it's timing, not if, but when. Mm-hmm. And it happened. I think it was six or seven months he was running the branch from wow. an entry level position, which is like, that yeah. was our first real experience of of actually seeing manifestation in action. Yeah. But um Well, tell us what are some misconceptions people have about manifestation? Um, I think you caught on, you already touched on one of the big ones is like, what does it mean to actually feel the feelings? And so 
one of the biggest uh, misconceptions that I get from a lot of my clients is, oh, I'm pretending. I feel like I'm faking. I feel like I'm lying. I feel like I'm saying this thing, but I know I'm not. And so that duplicity in the mind and in the body and in the energy actually keeps you from the manifestation. Um, So that's one of the main ones that I deal with pretty frequently. Another one is the I want. So in wanting, we're inherently separating ourselves from that thing. So feeling the feelings as if it's already here is very different than feeling the feelings of wanting something. Wanting means that you don't have it. So you're separating yourself from it. So I would say those are the two biggest misconception and most common issues that people run into when they're practicing manifestation. So I've manifested $10, $100, maybe $1,000, but trying to manifest $50,000. It's the exact same process, but because we as humans understand that it's different in our reality, it becomes more difficult for us. All of a sudden we bring out confusion that barely stood in our way when it's manifesting a free coffee. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A lot of people, when they go into manifestation, will try to aim for these big goals right off the bat. And they're like, kind of get it confused. Like, if I want it enough, that's what manifestation is. But it's it's like, no, not quite. You don't need, you actually don't want to want it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's hard to explain it. Like, you want to act as if you already have it. And the thing is, you know, that really requires people to understand their intentions and what they want to actually achieve because someone might say, I want a million dollars, but what is that going to give you? Not just what could it give you physically, but who is, who are you going to be with a million dollars? What version of yourself has called a million dollars in? Yeah. 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 And so, you know, and I did the same thing with starting this podcast. I was like really stressing out about Oh, I have nobody, no listeners. I haven't even started. Like, how am I going to get listeners? Who's going to want to talk to me? And, you know, writing out my bio and whatnot on my website, I kept being hesitant to say that I was a podcast host because I hadn't officially started the podcast yet. So I'm like, I'm technically not, but I, I started referring to myself as an inspirational speaker, as a podcast host, as a business owner. And yeah. that was the only way that I could actually become that. Like I would never, if I was sitting there saying, oh, I'm not that yet. I'm not that yet. You know, I would love to hear an experience that you've had with manifestation, like maybe one of your first big ones that really got you on this road or something that really stands out in your mind. Oh, let's see. So one of my favorite manifestations is my primary partner who I now have a child with. I have a detailed list of exactly what I wanted to call in. And at the point when I showed it to him, it was definitely jarring for him to read it because it's him to a fucking T. Like, it's crazy. Wow. Wow. That was a really good one. I also manifested my previous position. Um, I manifest clients all the time. Like, I will get really down to, like, being super clear on who my soulmate client is, like, that client avatar, and we'll call them in. Um, So some of my favorites. But one of my absolute favorite manifestations is not actually mine. It's my partner's. So the first time he manifested was just a second bag of fries and a to-go order. But his, in my opinion, best manifestation is I told him that I would be really open and comfortable if he were to start doing the searching for our next apartment. And he manifested the most perfect apartment I could even imagine. 
for anyone who follows my work or knows me, bath rituals are like a very large piece of my ceremonial ritual self-care practice. He manifested us a three-person jacuzzi bathtub with Roman columns and white marble in a one-bedroom apartment in like a West like wow. Chicago. It's insane. It makes no sense. There's absolutely no reason why it should be in this one-bedroom apartment. Like I've never seen a bathtub like that in any one bedroom apartment unless it's like a penthouse apartment, but it is the most gorgeous thing I've ever seen. And he found it within 45 minutes of the owner posting it. We were here within two or three hours of that post. And I walked into the apartment and he told me, he's like, oh, you know, sir, where's the, where's the bathroom? And he said, he's like, babe, just, just go look at that. And I walked in and I was like, all right. Um, have you shown it to anyone else? And the guy was like, no. And I was like, please don't. I was like, I will go to an ATM right now. I will get you cash. I will do first, last security, I, whatever you want. But like that bathtub is mine. And I ended up <laughs> having my baby in that bathtub. So. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. That's definitely my favorite manifestation, even though it's not one that I called in. I allowed the space for him to call that in and it's my absolute favorite. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and I, my husband and I manifest together as well. And it's, it's definitely not just, you know, up to one person, you can do manifestations together. So let's just say that complete newbie doesn't even like, hasn't even heard of manifestation. If we're going to dive in and kind of talk about ways that they could start to practice manifestation in their life, what are some tricks or tips that you have for them? So I would say first and foremost, if you are new to manifestation, suspend your judgment and just say to yourself, I'm not sure this is going to work. I don't know if this is like going to be the end all be all for me, but what if it was? If it does no harm and could potentially bring this thing that I want into my life easier, faster, like more efficiently, why not try it? So just kind of open your mind, suspend your judgment and just kind of allow the idea that it could be real, that it could work, that, and even if you don't believe in the woo-woo aspect, maybe it's a coincidence, maybe it's the placebo effect, but suspend and create that space that like, it could work. I'm not sure the how, I'm not sure the why, but it could work. So first and foremost, you want to get clear on what it is that you want. Sometimes the more detailed, the better. For some people get caught up in the details. If the details start getting connected to the how, you want to let go of them. So you want to get clear on what it is that you want. You do not want to limit yourself to how it comes in. For instance, if you're manifesting a partner, you don't want to limit yourself to fixating on one person. It's not, oh, I want this person to love me. It's I want a partner that makes me feel this way. I want a partner who has these attributes. I want a partner who prioritizes and values these things. Start to get really clear on what it is you want, whether that's a job, an apartment, a partner, a feeling, a number of clients, a certain dollar amount in the bank. Start to get really clear on that first piece of what it is that you want, and then offer yourself a few times to come back to it and get even more clear, get more clarity, more clarity. So really focusing on how it will make you feel and the details that are going to create that feeling. So for instance, maybe you have that example person of, oh, I really thought I wanted it to be that person. Okay, well, what are the things that you could easily let go of and what are the non-negotiables? And then what are the things that you absolutely do not want in a partner or a job? And then flip those into the positive. So we always want to work in positive instead of in negative. The subconscious and often the universe doesn't really process that I do not want this or get rid of that. 
So energetically speaking, when we say don't think of a pink elephant, you automatically have to think of that pink elephant and then move it out of the way. So you want to just be pulling up the things that you do want. So for instance, if you're manifesting a new job and you have a current manager who micromanages you and the next job, you don't want that. You might say something like that next great aligned position is going to give me a lot of flexibility and a lot of freedom. They're going to give me lots of space to enact new things. I get to be really creative instead of, I don't want a micromanaging manager. Then you have to believe that it's possible. If any part of you feels like it's not possible for you to have beer do that thing, you have two parts. One that's saying, yes, I want this. And one that's saying, no, I can't have it. And those counteract each other. And it holds you back from being able to manifest as cleanly, as easily, and as clearly. And typically, the cleaner your vibration, the less duplicity you have, the faster it goes. So you want to believe it. I found that research really helps with that. I've also found the question of like, is it 100% not possible really helps with that because there are very few things that are 100% not possible. So it opens the mind. It allows you to believe that it is possible. So then it can become a how or when thing and not an if thing. Yeah. So we want to clear on what it is that we want. We want to make sure that we can believe it. And then what we were already talking about is we want to feel the feelings of having it as if it's right here. And so, as I mentioned before, a common issue with that is, oh, I feel like I'm faking it. I feel like I'm pretending. So it's not pretend that you have that new job right now. Sit in your chair at home and pretend that you have that new job. It's asking yourself, what would it feel like if I did? What would my day be like? What would I experience? What would I be saying? How would I be acting? And you want to allow yourself to think those things, believe those things, feel those things, picture those things. And so creative visualization, guided visualization, journaling are really supportive for this practice. Instead of pretending you have a new job, maybe envision going to work on that first day. Experience that experience as if you started the job, as if you just got off the phone with your recruiter and they say, yes, the signed contracts are being emailed to you. As if you just got that first paycheck, as if you just had your first amazing review with your manager saying, well, these first three months or six months went so well. And you want to feel those feelings and picture that as if you're there, not pretending you're there, but as if you are there. And whatever yeah. You truly feel it beyond just thinking or picturing it. So for a lot of my clients, that's music. That's finding things that elevate your vibration so that you can become an energetic match for your desire. I have always been a very shy, very reserved, kind of socially awkward person. And I realized, um, you know, it, it dawned on me one day, that it was the stories that I was believing about myself that was keeping me where I was. And when I, I literally just approached it in the same sense that you explained, I said, what if I was yep. a confident person? What if I felt like I was likable? When I started doing that, it allowed me to slowly shift into the person that I wanted to be. And so it wasn't instant. It wasn't like I did one meditation and -hmm. then walked out and my next interaction with somebody flowed, you know, effortlessly. It was a, an ongoing process, but over time, and it wasn't that long, maybe six, seven months, 
one day I was having a conversation with complete strangers and I realized I had no social anxiety. I was like, I haven't had a single insecure thought. I haven't felt anxious this whole time. And that's when it dawned on me, like it happened. And I feel like that's how it goes with manifestation is it's kind of a gradual progression. Like you don't wake up the next day and it's there. Well, I mean, sometimes it's quick, but a lot of the time it really is kind of a gradual progression, especially when it comes to changing your life or your, who you are, how you present yourself. So yeah, all of that definitely makes sense. And even with my husband and I changing his career, we literally just said, what if we could have, I remember sitting in the bed with him being like, what if we could have a different life? And we've, we've manifested it, which is just still blows my mind sometimes. So after you are really getting saturated in the feeling, the feelings of things, the final step is taking action. So for instance, with your manifestation with your husband, the action was him showing up, going to work, maybe how he was dressing, how he was interacting with people, how he's talking, taking on those extra hours. And one of the key tips that I love to tell people about the action phase is a lot of people get kind of frozen in their fear because they're worried about taking the wrong action step of like, oh, I'm not sure this action is going to create my manifestation. You want to take some aligned action. You want to take some intentional action. It doesn't have to be a one-to-one action. It doesn't have to be that when you send your resume off to this job, this is that perfect job that you then get, but it is in taking the inspired action, in taking the spiritually aligned action. You open space for the universe or whatever it is that you believe to support you in your manifestation. Without the action, there's no energetic space to call that thing in. And really, uh, you know, fear and doubt is, is probably one of the biggest roadblocks people have in getting into manifestation. And so taking action is the only way that you can move forward into that fear and move past it. So it's almost like sealing the deal. Like you can't get past that fear unless you actually take the action, move forward. So one of my absolute favorite tips is we all know that gratitude is a powerful practice. Gratitude is an extremely high vibration. It calls in wonderful things. When you express gratitude for things that you already have, it welcomes in more things that you like and desire. Expressing gratitude for something as if it's already here will really help to pull your manifestation in. You can express gratitude for that manifestation as if it's here. So if you're calling an aligned partner in and you're currently single, expressing gratitude for that partner as if they're here already is a really amazing energetic kind of cliff notes version. So I'm so grateful and so thankful to have such an aligned partner in my life. So you're speaking to it as if it's already here and you're expressing gratitude for that thing as if it's already here in your current reality. That's a really amazing kind of quantum shift, quantum leap that you can make to call in that manifestation with ease, with grace, with really, really strong power. Coming from, and I didn't even realize I was manifesting at this point, which I think will lead us into our next topic here, which is what we're, what, that we're already manifesting, whether we know it or not. And so with my relationship with my husband, we went through like a really terrible, rocky period in our relationship. And I wanted to heal the relationship. And so I came back into the relationship, despite the fact that he hadn't changed yet. And I started a gratitude journal. And at the time, because I was very, like, had very religious, I would pray to God 
and thank God for giving me the husband that I, that I desired for giving me a loving husband that was honest and caring and all of these things that I, I really did believe was already within him. Yeah. And so I think that it was having that belief that it was already there and truly believing that and then truly expressing gratitude for it. No lie. He is a completely changed man today. And our marriage is unbelievable like i couldn't even imagine it being as good as it is and it's been this way for 10 years now and you know but before that i was constantly going over in my head all the things that i did not like about him all the things that hurt my feelings or that made me feel bad and i feel like because i was saying those things to myself all the time i was just feeding that in him so it's kind of like what you were saying with manifesting your perfect partner. You can actually be with the person, your perfect partner, and possibly be manifesting negative attributes in their life. And I mean, not saying it's always going to work. Like sometimes if you want that perfect partner, it's not going to be them and they're going to kind of grow apart from you, but then your partner will come into your life. But, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's possible that you're with the partner that you want and you can manifest it. So expressing that gratitude for that aligned partner and then opening that house. So like, yes, it would be beautiful if it's the partner that I'm with, if like we're able to get there, but I'm releasing that, that tight grip around the, how it's going to happen, the who of it, the details of it. I'm going to allow the universe or God or source or angels or whatever I believe in to support me in that. And I'm going to allow space for however that's going to come through. And I also love to, at the end of every intention, every manifestation, every ceremony or ritual, this or something better, because we tie the universe's hands when we say, oh, it has to be in this way, it has to look that way, it has to be in this time, it has to be, you know, in this package with this specificity. If we allow for that space of this or something better, even if our idea doesn't pan out, we've set that intention, we've put that vibration out into the world. And so it is calling what we're desiring in the form that we're thinking or something better. And sometimes we can't see what that something better is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, most of the time. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about how we're already manifesting and a lot of us are manifesting the things that we don't want. And if you have any examples of that that you can share, that'd be awesome. So as we mentioned before, to not think of a pink elephant, you have to pull that up first. So like you mentioned with your partner, when you're making a list of all the things that someone's doing wrong, all the things that are not working for you, all the things that you wish would go away, you're actually becoming a vibrational match for those things because you're calling them up into your energy and they're vibrating in your frequency. And like attracts like. So you start to call more and more and more of that into your physical space. So you're manifesting at every moment. So all of your thoughts, all of your beliefs, all of your intentions, all the pictures in your head, you're a vibrational match for something. So starting to do this process in a more intentional way, starting to identify limiting beliefs, starting to look at the negative thoughts that you're having, all of these things will really start to shift what it is that you're calling into your physical reality. Because what we spend time consciously or unconsciously thinking, feeling, being, and then energetically vibrating at, it all makes a difference. And it all kind of ripple effects out and makes this collective pot of all the things that we're calling to us. 
spending time in those higher vibrations, like love, like peace, like gratitude, like openness, like willingness, like surrender and patience and just happiness in general is going to call more of that to you. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. There is always that potential of getting something that's close. That's not what you fully desired. Do you want your heart's desire or is this actually what you wanted? There's nothing wrong with calling something in that's different than what you set an intention for and going, actually, I want this thing more. Actually, this is truly what it is that I want. And choosing that thing, it's another thing to settle. So sometimes it's a really hard phase of manifestation to say no to the almost there thing, to hold out and have faith and deep belief that the 100% aligned thing or better than you could have even imagined thing is still on its way. And that really does take a lot of faith in yourself and faith in the universe to move past that because, and that's kind of where, where I, my husband and I are now, we want to move to Arizona. It's been on our list for two years now. We've been wanting to move and but things are good here. They're good and comfortable. And, you know, having, being able to step out into the faith that what we really want, the life that we've been trying to manifest means that we have to step out of what's comfortable. We have to get out of this, but it's good, but it's not what we want. It's not great. So definitely, definitely see that. And I mean, we, we've manifested up to a point where we're like, ready to take the next leap and go even further with it. If people are say they're doing this, they're like I'm visualizing it, I'm I'm but I'm still not seeing results. Is it possible you think that the fear of being disappointed could stand in the way of somebody really fully being able yeah. to manifest those little things? Because fear and disappointment and the idea of what if it doesn't work will keep you from believing it. So if part of you thinks, well, it's not possible. If part of you is really fixated on the fact that like, oh, it's hard to get a parking spot at night, even if you're picturing and you're going, oh, I could pull in, I could grab my bag, I could open the door, but like I could do this versus like I am doing this, I'm feeling actually doing it. Sometimes just the possibility of it isn't enough. You want to get fully into like, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm happening. I'm feeling as if I'm closing the door, as if I'm looking at that spot and making sure my car is close enough to the curb. Like those little tweaks, just like the separation between want and, and already have, we want to shift those little things to get ourselves even more in alignment and clear out any duplicity that we have. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you've given us so many amazing tips on manifestation. I really feel like for all the listeners that haven't haven't experienced manifestation, this is definitely a great, well, they've experienced, but not intentionally. This is definitely a great place for them to start trying to implement this into their life. Um, but you have lots of resources that people can reach out to you for and, and to learn a little bit more about this topic. And specifically, you coach women on business ventures um and do you coach them on i mean it sounds like you do a lot of dating advice as well so <laughs> dating and personal growth as well oh tons of it so my coaching practice encompasses spiritual wellness so anything kind of starting from the inside out and helping you align to your truth and your authenticity a little bit more so that can be releasing childhood things that you've been carrying with you releasing limiting beliefs reprogramming your subconscious basically creating that space to call in what it is that you truly want by getting rid of things that are no longer serving you. 
I do intuitive business work. So if you are starting a business, moving from side hustle to full time, if you want to scale your business, if you've been crushing it in your business and it's time to really take it to the next level, I do intuitive business practices. So I partner the energetic with the practical. I'm utilizing my own intuitive capability, my own energy healing and energy reading capabilities to help you follow those intuitive threads and intuitive hits that you're getting. And then hold your hand and teach you how to follow those for yourself. And then I provide you with a ton of spiritual tools, practical and energetic, so that you know, okay, when I feel this feeling, I can go to journaling, or I have a meditation practice, or I have breath work, or I know how to release a limiting belief, or I can use EFT or NLP. And then I do a ton of mindset work because mindset is really the bottom line for so many things. Just like with manifestation, if you don't have the alignment between clearing out the negative thoughts, deciding what you want, feeling those clear feelings and kind of getting your thinking, feeling and picturing behind it, it's really hard to shift your reality. Do you offer um, classes or, you know, like group? So my main container are 60 and 90 day coaching programs that are one-on-one and customized. I do offer power sessions, which are two hour deep dives. Typically we'll pick like one burden, one roadblock, one issue, or one main up level that you're looking to work on. And then I can roll that up into a program. So several of my clients will do that first as a standalone service. And then in a month or in three months, they'll come back and want to roll that up into a coaching program. And they basically get the price that they paid for the power session off of their coaching program as a nice incentive. I also have modules on my website. So if you want to work with some of these principles, some of the things that I teach, but aren't ready to step into a one-on-one container, it's self-guided practice. So videos, journal prompts, educational handouts, workbooks, those types of things that you can just do at your own pace. And then I also host events in Chicago in a few different locations I also have a private Facebook group where I go live all the time and offer amazing free content. And then I know you have read that I have my manifestation ebook. So I'll definitely provide you that link. So if anyone wants a free copy of how to manifest the life of your dreams, it's a powerful ebook that goes through not only these steps, but tons of clarity points, tips, tricks, techniques to help yourself kind of move through those phases of manifestation with more intention and more clarity and more results. Cause that's really what we're looking for. What's the best way to get a hold of you? Um, so I hang out a lot on Instagram. So you guys can visit me at our and R O U R A N D A R E. I also mentioned my private Facebook group and I'll provide you with that link as well. That's facebook.com slash groups slash our and R. And then my website is our and And of course I'll post all of those in the show notes. And I'm interested before we say goodbye, where did you come up with the name our and R? It's so unique. Um, so our and R is really powerful because you kind of have to slow down to see it. It really is almost like a meditative practice in itself. And it's asking for that patience, asking to call in that flow and fluidity and divine feminine. And it really does stand for our divine feminine. And then we are divine feminine calling women specifically and female identifying individuals specifically to these containers, allowing women to create businesses, create lives that they're wildly in love with and obsessed with that also reflect who they are as an individual. I love that. That's beautiful. Well, thank you, Lindsay. I'm so excited to share this with the listeners. Thank you so much for having me. This is powerful. I'm really excited for your listeners to be able to dive into manifestation and utilize some of these tools in a more conscious way. 
Well, that is going to do it for today's episode. I hope you guys found all of the information that Lindsay shared with us valuable and you can apply it to your life and start manifesting the life of your dreams. This stuff is real, guys. Like, I know it sounds woo-woo and kind of out there, but if you just give it a try, your mind will be blown because it really does work. You have to experience it for yourself to really become a believer, but once you manifest your first thing, like you will be addicted. It's totally life-changing when you realize how much power you actually have over your life. If you're interested in working with Lindsay and up in your manifestation game, you can check out the links in the show notes. If you enjoyed today's show, don't forget to leave a review on iTunes. I want to reach as many people as possible and bring this inspiring information to them. And the more reviews, the more people see the show. So if you feel called to help the podcast get more exposure, go ahead and take a couple minutes to leave that review on iTunes. Also, don't forget to check out the Inspired Soul Podcast Instagram page. I post all of my updates as well as some daily inspiration and little Insta blog posts. You can find all of the links in the show notes below. All right, guys, until next time, take care and I'll talk to you again soon. Bye-bye.